Welcome into the banter, everybody. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Connor's back. What's Connor's up? Back. Hey, how's it? It's been a while. The wheel, the wheel hasn't been liking me lately. Yeah, no, actually, we've <laughs> rolled. You've been rolled. It's no hat, Connor. I haven't you, seen no hat, Connor, in a while. That's so. because I've got. I, that's because I got a haircut. Yeah, yeah. I well, like it. Before we get into today's show. You guys need to stop. I've talking. got a lot to say. Stop talking. I've stop got talking. a lot to say. Before we get into show, we got a yeah, we got an action-packed show. Connor's yeah. gonna make a huge reveal. Mm-hmm. Before Love we get it. into that, let's have a word from our sponsor, Manscaped. Cheers the new year from our friends at Manscaped because your resolution shouldn't be the only things that are well kept. Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain or go to a trim or go for that clean-shaven look, this trimmer has you covered, trusted by over 10 million men worldwide. That number has grown so much since we started doing ha- this. I think it was I 6 think it million was- last year. Yeah, it's it's gone up a ton. Uh, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code BANTER20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Um, listen, introducing the MVP of, the, of 2024 already. Manscaped's fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer. It's your grooming sidekick. It's equipped with two skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. It's like having a personal stylist at your fingertips or well, wherever you need it. Uh, did we mention it's waterproof because trimming the shower is the only way to start the day. And for my men who want the full grooming experience, look no further than Manscaped's performance package 5.0. In this kit, you get the trusted lawnmower, the Manscaped's ear and nose hair trimmer, the weed whacker, and essential aftercare product products with the uh, crop soother, um, the crop preserver. Uh, yeah, as a good guesser for the new year, they even threw in two free gifts, the Boxers 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag, which is different now, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Because um, they know how good and well you're rocking. <laughs> they know good and well you're still rocking your boxers from high school. Dang. Shots fired. <laughs> um, let's face it. Resolutions may come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay thanks to Manscaped. So remember, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with code BANTER20 at manscaped.com. Make sure, make sure to go to manscaped.com. Check it out. We all love Manscaped. They're yeah. amazing. Use code BANTER20 for 20% off plus free shipping. All right. Speaking of Manscaped. Best friends of the show. Yeah. Best yeah, friends. Yeah. They watch. Everybody at Manscaped watches every episode of It's Banter. true. We're always talking about it, chatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I, did, I had a first this morning. Okay. 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 I'm excited. Well, not a first. Just like just a, say it, anyways. It's a first. We're like fake news. It's probably the first in like three years, probably. Ooh. I took a shower in the morning. <laughs> no way you took a shower for the first oh, time cut. in three. <laughs> I'm <years>. clipping that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I took a shower in the morning, and I for the first time in three years, probably three years. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I said I, that like really loud, but like the only time I well, there are two times that I would shower in the morning. Yeah. Number one, and most often, would be before going to church because okay. my hair, it's just easier sometimes to get your hair in mm-hmm. shape, for me at least, to just get in the shower. Um, yeah. So that would be number one. And then number two, and this would happen a lot less, so like this would have found me in a scenario where maybe I hadn't done it in a long time, would be if I was working out in the morning. Okay. So those would be my only two. I so, used to do it to wake up, but not anymore. Um, I exclusively am an afternoon showerer. I like I can't when you get home yeah actually that's sometimes it's that nice but usually it's like I get home from work yeah and I'm like I I take a shower after what it is that made me feel like I needed to take a shower you know like so like if I'm like like obviously I don't think many people mow the lawn and then just like sit on the couch but like no after I'm on the lawn I'm in the shower after I'm done like working outside I'm in the shower I get to that whenever I get home from work and I'm if I were outside and I'm, I'm taking a shower. Like if I'm sticky or yeah. I got dirt on me, like I'm taking a shower as soon as I can after 
the thing that made me feel like I needed to take a shower to begin with. And then if it's just like a regular shower, not like I was in the mud all day or anything, I'm just going to probably take it before bed. Yeah. I just like that's the kind of shower person I am because I can't handle much sudden change whenever I first wake up. Like <laughs> same dude. In the morning, whenever I like brush my teeth, putting toothpaste in my mouth is like it is it's so aggressive. <laughs> it's like it's like I wake up and someone punches me right in the face is what it feels like every time every morning I brush my teeth. It's just too intense no, for me. You know what it for me it's and I have to be literally when I get home from work I make sure that my radio is off because if I start the car in the morning and that thing comes on in volume I was listening to on the way home from work, yeah, yeah, I will want to freak out. That's like funny. it makes me so mad. I'm just like, no, no, like stop. And I turn it all. I just turn it off. I'm like, I need silence for like. I need to warm up. I need to yeah. start the day at a low volume. Yeah. For me though, so the showering thing for me, like I agree, like I like to shower off the day, but. Two things a lot of times keep me from doing that. Number one, and most of the time, is I get home and I'm on toddler duty immediately. Mm, so if I go to take a shower, that means I am abandoning my wife to continue to be in toddler land. Mm. <laughs> and usually at that point, she's like, I want to make dinner. She wants to like finally get something done. Yeah. And so that's one thing. But the other thing is a lot of times nowadays, I feel like I have so many things I want to do in the evening that it's like, well, if I take a shower, but then I want to go like do something in my shed. Mm -hmm. I, I, I almost kind of save it. But if I if it's like summertime and I get home and like we were out filming and getting like yeah. real sweaty, it's yeah, yeah you got it. Like I can't sit around like that either. Yeah. For it, sure. I so like like I said, it's just like too much sudden change. I also have this weird thing where I don't really like to get like I love swimming and everything, but I don't like to get wet. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, Connor does not like, like to be wet. It, mm. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's only recent in my life as in like the past few years that I've been an avid hand washer that before that in my life I hated washing my hands no. like I would do it. if the job needed to be done I'd wash my hands obviously but like it took convincing I'd have to stand there and be like okay you're gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable for a second yeah. but it's gonna be okay you know what's and which is funny because I'm not like I don't mind getting dirty like I don't, I'm not a I guess I just mind getting clean yeah. <laughs> the one the only one that bothers me is uh like I've never like I, I kind of get the hands one because mm -hmm. like I never I've never minded the shower but the one that gets me sometimes is if I'm giving Brooks a bath and like having to like like I'll like like okay I need to rinse him off and I'll get my hands wet and then I'll want to dry them and they'll yeah. be like oh, now I have to drain the tub I got to reach back yeah. in yeah. and get yeah. like start I got to dry them off all over again it's a weird thing I think like part of it for me is just is I I naturally have like. Not dry skin, like flaky skin, but just like dry skin, like just like hard dry skin. Yeah. And so opposite. like my hand, my hands are very, very dry. I've never sweat from my hands before. My Whenever hands people fountain. use chalk bags and disc golf and stuff like that, it, I don't understand. You it just do it for show. I, I, I sometimes if it's really, if it's really hot and summery and I've been wiping my face because yeah. my face sweats a lot, mm. then like I'll use it to dry my hands. But my hands... I've never had an ounce of sweat leave them, and because and they're so dry. I mean, it feels like you're touching parchment paper when we touch my hands. It's and very true. So, I, like, I think that's part of it. Because every time I wash my hands, I'm just uncomfortable for like the next hour because my hands are so dry from the soap. And so, I think that's part of the reason why I don't really care to wash my hands. I just to be clear, I am a grown up, so I <laughs> wash my hands even though I don't enjoy it. Just because I don't enjoy it doesn't mean I don't do it. But I took a shower this morning. The reason being. Because since I got this new haircut, typically with my hair, I never shower before I'm being presented to people because 
my hair gets way too fluffy. Uh, and so I would prefer to take a shower at night, sleep on it so that it's a little bit calm because whenever I take a shower, my hair just turns into an Afro. But with my new haircut, my hair only looks good whenever it's fluffy. If it's, if it's matted at all, or like it's the first time hat hair has really affected me because it's a lot shorter, like on the top than it's ever been in my life. Um, and then also the back is a little bit longer because I got like the modern semi-modern mullet going on. So the um, the back like has to be fluffy in order for it to look good. And so I realize that now I'm just going to have to be a guy that has to shower before I do something that I want my hair to look good at. And I got and last night my hair was greasy, but I was like, if I take a shower now, my hair will look bad in the morning. And I don't want to wear a hat tomorrow. And so I got go. up early this morning and I took a shower. That's impressive. I would, I would appreciate it if you guys would clap a little. Thank you. Way to grown up, way to join the grown up world, right? <laughs> Showering before you go to work. No, I'm just, I, I just am a morning shower because I work out in the morning most of the time. Okay. So that's why I just by default I, I became a morning shower. Do? Now, if I've if I played disc golf or done something that got me sweaty or dirty, of course I'm gonna shower before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. But um, what are you yeah. doing in the morning? You lifting? Uh, I I don't lift in the morning. I just do cardio stuff in the morning right now. So when I was younger, meaning what you have like a bike you ride? Or I have a treadmill okay. and an elliptical. And I used to. I mean, when I used to ride, I can't ride bikes anymore because of my back. But when I rode my bike, I had a trainer, like a wheel on trainer. So you put the, yeah or wheel off trainer. You put it around to the hub, and it's a smart tra- smart trainer. So it gave you natural resistance and you yeah. could ride stuff like Zwift and things <clears> online. So that's cool. So that's what I did in the morning when I was doing when I was doing triathlons. But now it's just an elliptical or a treadmill. So so that's nice. Gotcha. I'd love to have a good treadmill. I, I came to it. I, um, I have a bunch, I have a, I definitely have some plans to get back in shape this year. Um, I know everybody says that in the new year, but I, I typically do <laughs> like each year I have at least some stint where I am in good shape. Um, and yeah, it's all going to go to mud when I have another kid in a couple months. But, uh, I had a realization the other day because like my whole plan was like again to set myself up to start getting up early again Mm -hmm. and then and I hadn't even put a plan in place but just yesterday I think it was I woke up and I woke up at like like I I live like 25 minutes from work and I still am a type of guy where I've I set out my outfit for the next day I set out everything I need to go so that I can wake up at like 620 in the morning Mm -hmm. and get out the house in five minutes yeah like I just walk out the door because I want to sleep and I woke up yesterday and I was like still like like I'm a little tired and I thought to myself like Trevor if you think for one second that you're going to set yourself up with a morning workout routine earlier than this you are going to fail because it is there are some there is like a difference between like just finding more discipline and motivation and mm-hmm. just setting yourself up to fail because you have limitations. I get that. That makes and sense. for me, that early morning is just a limitation. Yeah. And I get up early. Like I get up at but I get to work at seven in the morning. It's right. not like I sleep in. Um, but I just thought to myself, like, I can't do this again because I will fail. It is the time where I'm the least motivated ever during the day. Why on earth would yeah. I do this to myself again? Yeah, it's that's what working at Foundation's been tough because our hours are seven to yeah. three. And also I tell Brad from the beginning, so when I was doing when I was running in the morning, I moved my hours a little bit because most of my Air Force career, my hours started either seven thirty or eight. Yeah. So my body for twenty years is used to getting up between five and five thirty, mm-hmm. working out for about an hour showering and then get to work by 7 30 or 8 so like shifting by an hour i've just haven't gotten into that good rhythm to go yeah. to your point it's yeah. hard to massively change by an hour how early you're used to getting up for 20 right. years so well, that, yeah, the big, i went from waking up at, at noon every day to waking up <laughs> at, at 6 30 <laughs> the, the big thing i've been changing lately is because like 
you, the way you have to think about it is like, okay, I work from seven to three right now. The advantage of that schedule is getting off work yep. at three. Yeah. And some, yeah. sometimes it's really easy because like the workday just feels like the workday. You get home and you think it's time to wind down, but it's three o'clock. Like yeah. there are things yeah. to get. So yeah. I've been really just taking advantage of the hours I have beyond work. And I've found that I'm accomplishing so many more things because I'm just being intentional about it. And it's like, there is a lot of time in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this time, whenever I'm just going to do nighttime workouts like yep. that's what i'm gonna do and it's gonna be difficult whenever i have a newborn but i'm i if i set myself up for the morning it's going to be a failure because I, it's just not a time that it would work for me if i was doing it at six in the morning but getting up yeah. any earlier i yeah. just know i will fail at that again so i'm gonna set myself up for a chance at success and push it to like before you know i'll work out shower go to bed like that'll be my routine and so yeah I'm not like I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do about the whole morning routine thing because I agree with you. There's been so many times where I've spent weeks with my alarm going off at five, yeah, and then just to ignore it and then wake <laughs> up with ten minutes to get ready yeah, and then just, just hate it. myself. The yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly, I, yep, exactly. Because I just feel like just a failure. If you just got yeah. up, you actually would feel better. Yeah, so. and so I just like I I just end up like, but at the same time, I had months of my life this last year three or four months consecutively where I woke up at five every single morning and valued that time so much. And it was so refreshing and refilling for me. And it was like, it was like the most healthy I've ever been as a person was waking up at five and like having a morning routine where I got to read in the morning. So like that, it was like, I looked forward to that time and it was the most confident, healthy, happy I've ever been in my life was during that time. It can, but it can then, at the, but then it, I went on vacation for a week or yeah, when I yeah. did, went to the camp so hard for a week where my sleep schedule got thrown off and I came back and then it just turned, it was like, it was so hard for me to figure out how do I discipline myself, yeah. but also not put myself in a situation where I'm just getting unreasonably upset at myself because yep. no one else yeah. is mad at me whenever <laughs> I don't get up early. Like no, no, no so- one else is, I'm just getting mad at myself. And so what's the point in me being angry at myself the whole way to work because I disappointed myself whenever it's like it's not worth so I had to like just give myself a break from that be like okay I'm not gonna set my alarm early for a while because it's just yeah. not good for me so now I'm trying to figure out like how do I get back into that while still actually having a healthy relationship with myself <laughs> it's tough. Well, as I said I, I just kind of figured out that I just didn't think I was gonna be able to win that battle enough times there's been a few only a few stretches where I ever was able to do it one is when Hunter and I were both going to the gym so like we had that accountability yeah. that I did that for a few months um, but that's the biggest thing about the morning routine is if you are not directly tied to it and in it, you yeah. will lose it every time. Like there are some people maybe they're just thinking like, well, I'm just built for the morning. Like this is actually yeah. what I love. But like, I think the other thing you just have to realize, like, like I, I have a pretty healthy sleep schedule. Like I go to bed at like 10 o'clock and wake up at six 30 in the morning. Like that's mm. pretty good. Um, I'm not abusing sleep by yeah, any means. Yeah. And like yeah. the weekend comes around and I can wake up on a dime at seven o'clock. Yeah. And like, that's, mm. I'm very happy with that. Um, and I think I, yeah, I just have to be like, I've just decided that that's just not my time. Like it just isn't, Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't win that hour of the day. I'm definitely not somebody who's like awful in the morning. I wake up really well. It just has to be at like, I need work to be what motivates me to get there and being on time. And like, that has to be it. I can't do it on my own. I just am not capable yeah. of Th- it. Thankfully I've done it so long now that I have the same, like I, I lay out my clothes and I like, I literally rolled my athletic clothes up in a ball in the chest 
so that when I wake up, I just grab them and go downstairs mm-hmm. and get dressed because we're a two-story house. And then I have my BPN Strong Greens and Strong Reds. I have it la- literally laid out. All mm-hmm. of my morning yeah. supplements and stuff are laid out to include the bottle, so I don't have to think about it. Yeah. But it's easy. Like In my mind, I just get up. It's what I do. I get up and work right. out. That's part of my mm-hmm. life. Even when I'm on vacation, I get up. Like I'm already, we're going to, since I'm not doing the marathon, we're, I'm already thinking, okay, both places we're staying has a gym at the hotel or at the yeah. Airbnb because it's a, like a little you know resort area that I'm going to get up and go work out every morning before yeah. I go walk at the park all it day. Just because it's just built, it's naturally built into my mind. Well, and once you get into it, like it, it does, it yeah. does hold. And I, I always, the last time I was thinking, like the other way you can stick it is if you're able to fall in love with your morning routine because like yeah. you think about yeah. what are the times in your life you wake up the easiest in the morning when you're excited about what you're waking up for yeah. uh-huh. so if you can get yourself to a point where you are excited about your routine yeah and for me i don't know if i would get to that point until like let's say i got into really good shape to where like i really loved working out yeah. because i had accomplished something yeah. i was building then i might be able to be like i'm i love my morning routine but I don't know if I could get to that point on my own. So like that, yeah. But I totally, like if you can make your routine something you look forward to, then of course you'll get up for it because you're looking yeah. forward to it. And mm. the newborns throw all that out the window, especially the <laughs> yeah. number two, right? Because yeah. now one is handling Brooks while the other one's handling the new one and yeah. vice versa, you're doing a pass off and it just... It just kind of transitioned through that time. It's fun. It's fun. Like when we had when we had our when we had Hannah, which was our second one. Elizabeth was always good unless she was having a rough night with getting up with the newborn. So when we had Xander, you were already going through that. Life was miserable because you're figuring out how to be a parent. But then when we had Hannah, it was like I always got up for Xander, no matter what. If he woke up in the middle of the night, if he got up early, I took care of Xander. And, and if Hannah woke up. Elizabeth almost always took care of Hannah. So we found that routine pretty quickly. And then when Ryder came along, my third one, it was just kind of like a toss up. Who's going to take care of him? Right? He's my <laughs> yeah. third kid, right? So we yeah. just did whatever, right? So yeah. I was a third survive, kid. I understand. So, yeah, I was so. just telling Trevor earlier that I would love to know what my child is going to look like as a baby, but I have no idea because there's not a baby picture of me. I literally don't, do not know what I looked like as a baby. I don't know. Like not a, There's not a single one out I there? I do not know what I looked like as a baby. The third one just... The third <laughs> like what's just the earliest sales, picture so. of you? I can think of me sitting in a dog bed, but I have curly, I have curly hair. So like I'm I'm like a a dog a child a curly I dog. I think there was a video of my birth out there. <laughs> yeah, no, my my family I wasn't their wasn't job, like, Well, my so my parents had all of us by accident, um, and they were like, and they had all of us pretty close to each other by accident. And yeah, and then I was just the last one. So they were like, that's so funny. We've, uh, we've done all this. You're before. never going to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know. There I has have, to be. I do know. I didn't really have. I didn't have red hair until I was like seven was whenever my yeah. hair started changing to red. It was yeah. blonde before that. That's good. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. But also I was like the only boy. It's, it's so weird because I was treated like I got all the attention all the time because I was the baby and I was the only boy. So like I got all the attention from my sisters and everything. They just constantly laughed at me, which is why I think that I'm hilarious. Yeah. It's because my sisters laugh at everything I say. <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, there's just no pictures of me. So my parents just didn't like me. Just I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, uh, we just, uh, had another ultrasound yesterday and we okay. got, uh, 3d scans. They did them for us. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was actually like those can be super finicky, but they got them pretty clear. It was That's really cool. interesting because uh, there's definitely similarities with this baby, but like the nose is different. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh wow, that's like that's right. We've got a different looking child. Like they're yeah. gonna look different. It's it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
Did you have, I think I thought, I've told you guys a story. You guys have a video monitor at your house, so like mm-hmm. you can watch Brooks. So oh, like, yeah. when, Pure I mean, I'm old, right? So yeah. when, when I video <laughs> monitors were very expensive, so we no kidding bought a home security system <laughs> oh, and ran go. the cables down the hallway. That's a great idea to literally because it had a night vision capability. Because the, wow. there were like video monitors yeah, were newer things, the and the home security system was cheaper than the video monitors at that okay. point. Yeah, and so we literally ran. We had cables running down the the hallway. We just had two kids at the time, and we had Ryder on there. Yeah. But like, it, but it had a microphone, two way microphone, oh, which yeah. was great because oh, Xander yeah. would get out of bed. I'm like, Xander, get back in bed. <laughs> Yes, sir. And he'd get back in bed, right? Because they want to. There's or, nothing funny. Or they'd get up and look at the camera because they would house. eventually learn that uh-huh. there's a camera and they're looking at me, Daddy. It was, but we had a, a an so old school funny. box that would cycle through. Like it was a, a little TV was like our monitor and our, and our <laughs> on Elizabeth's side of the bed <laughs> on the side. Awesome. That it didn't That's have, so and it was so basic it didn't have four screens. It had just one screen, so okay. you had to cycle through. That's them, hilarious. So. That's awesome. Going through stuff. the different bedrooms. That's, yeah, no, it's so funny because like nowadays. Some of that tech has just gotten so cheaper. Nowadays, you can get like a video monitor for under a hundred dollars, and you can watch on your phone too, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Ours like, is yeah. ours just hooks up to. Uh, we just have one camera. We uh, we had an original baby monitor that had two cameras. We got like when Brooks was born, and then he bit it. He got a hold of it when he was a toddler and bit down on it and. It, he bit on like where all the controls were and broke it. Oh my god! Um, yeah, they have really strong bites. Um, <laughs> Especially so, Brooks. If you see Brooks, you understand. Yeah, <laughs> so we uh, we got we ended up getting one from um, I think my sister in law had one that she wasn't using anymore, and it just has one camera. We have it perfectly positioned in the top corner of his room to where we can see everything in his room. But uh, oh, having a video monitor is pure entertainment. It's the funniest yep. thing ever because just watching what little children do, like when they're learning about the world. And uh, I mean, we recently just put like a few months ago, we recently put Brooks into his big boy bed. So he yeah. just sleeps in a bed now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done great with it. It's been, it's been, he has just been a champ with sleep. That's like his one strength. But um, watching Other him. biting. What other than biting? Yeah, other than biting. <laughs> but watching him like play with his stuffed animals and stuff and and all that is just like is the funniest thing ever. And if you ever do like speak into those intercoms and w- just watch them, their yeah, head like snap up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, it's so funny. Like oh, it's the best thing ever. I love it. One of the one of the funniest things ever was we were at the beach this past year, and we had set up the video monitor, just kind of like placed it on an end table near his pack and play. And we're watching him on there and like we're all outside the room and we're just watching him reach for it like <laughs> like slowly and we're just dying laughing and he finally gets a hold of it and brings it into his pack and play and like we're gonna have to go in there any minute to like we can't yeah. have a cord in there but like mm-hmm. we're just kind of watching it play out for a bit and it kind of goes dark and we're like what like oh he must have like thrown it out and all of a sudden it pans up and his face is just <laughs> dies straight into the camera and he's just looking into the camera and it's so it was so funny like i haven't laughed that hard in so long uh. um man yeah kids are really funny they are funny when when xander my oldest was transitioned to sleeping we told kinsey this thing at the christmas party because she was talking about brooks being in the big boy bed but xander didn't want to be in there by himself and we we made the mistake of one night we stayed in there with him and he had a big <laughs> stuffed frog to try to help him go to sleep yeah. and it was right by the bed 
And then we went in there to try to help him stay in there, like hold his hand while he was sleeping for the first time outside of his, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a, a crib. And it became that. And so we 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 basically would learn to fall asleep on the frog on the ground, <laughs> helping him. But if we got up and left, his words would be, "Lay down, frog. Lay down, frog. Like, hey, lay down on the frog." But he sort of lay down, frog. Daddy, lay down, frog. Mommy, lay down, frog. And then we'd, we'd on the the monitor, the nicer monitor at the time, would be watching him. He'd be like, "Lay down." He'd look up at the camera. We had lay down, frog, because he wanted someone in there with him. <laughs> To lay so down cute. on the frog. It's, it's, I mean, it's a big stuffed frog that we use as a pillow uh, on the ground. Yeah. He had a, a toddler bed, so it was like barely a foot off the ground, right? Uh-huh. So, so we lay down beside him, but lay down frog is, that we'll is never so forget that. Funny. So. That's great. <laughs> lay down frog. Lay down frog. I, I, the broken English is yeah. really funny. Like Brooks, Brooks probably, I mean, he's at the point now where if you say a word to him, as long as it's easy enough to pronounce, he can say it back. But he, his vocabulary. Honestly, I don't know. He learns new yep. words every day, but I'd put it anywhere from, I don't know, 20 to 40 words, somewhere in there. And so, like, he's starting to get into that broken English phase yep. where, like, he's just, like, he only knows a couple words to communicate mm-hmm. things. Yep. <laughs> so, like, trying to get him to, like, yep. place those words <laughs> into situations where yep. they could be applicable and use them, it's so funny because sometimes you're just looking at him like, what are you what talking are you about? Like, <laughs> when you only know the words, like, yep. eat, juice, shoes, up, <laughs> like, yes. bye-bye. Like, yep. you only know. And, like, yeah, it's just so funny. I think it, like, the idea. It's watching them learn to talk is hilarious. What's What's even better, and this will probably happen with Brooks and his his younger sibling, is that it'll be a, there'll be a point where he understands the sibling, but you don't. So we would actually ask, like I'm not kidding, we would ask Xander. I was like, Xander, what did Hannah just say? And he would have to translate it. It would ask Hannah what Ryder just said, and be like, and it would be spot on. Would do whatever so it is. Funny. We're like. That's the craziest thing on earth that they understood each yeah. other, but we couldn't. It was it was funny. Absolutely, I, I I think that there comes like a point in most like marriages where you look at each other and you're like, that's the person that's going to be raising our child <laughs> because because Gabby she uh, she has like she's very good at speaking and everything, but every once in a while she just chooses the weirdest words to put into sentences that isn't necessarily wrong. It's just not kind of how we've agreed upon as a society to speak. (laughs) (laughs) She's broken the social construct. And she's been for years. She uses this word agreeance all the time. That's a word. It is a word. You're correct. Yeah. But most people in that situation like, would agreement? say agreement. Yeah. Like, are we in agreement? Or do we agree? Or like, do we agree? Yeah. yeah. Stuff. But like for years, I've heard her use this word like, yeah, we're like in agreement on that. That's just like, like the that. old English. And and so I finally the other day I started laughing and she was like, what? And I was like, you use that word agreement all the time. She's like, well, is it not? Is it, it's a word. That's what it means. <laughs> I was like, I think it's technically a word. It's just not what people say. <laughs> and I finally looked it up and I was like, yeah, it says that it's like an old English word. Yeah. And that Love the majority is just not really in use today. Bring back the like old nobody English. Nobody really uses it today. <laughs> sometimes it's it, the funniest thing. Sometimes you'll find yourself watching. Like I was it's been years now, but like Downton Abbey was one of my favorite shows ever. And obviously they just spoke differently. And honestly, I love the way that people used to talk. (laughs) Uh, It was just everything. It's like, if you ever watch like pride and prejudice, have you ever seen pride and prejudice? Have you seen it, Connor? Yeah. A long time. Well, anytime you watch a movie like that and you just, and obviously these are movies, Uh so they are written to have a certain level of dialogue because they were written by an author originally. So she's trying to be eloquent. Right. Um, But 
just the way they speak, I hear things and I'm like, why can't I say a sentence like that? <laughs> yeah. Like people are walking around today like, yo, man, why are you capping? So <laughs> like so. <laughs> we all say just the most ridiculous yeah. things. Like they the way they just phrase sentences were so beautiful. You can yeah. say the most <laughs> simple things. And I'm like, I'll just hear a sentence and be like, oh. Like I gotta write that down. Like yeah. I need to start. I need to start dropping words like that, yeah, man. People sure. would be staring at me. Like, what's this guy talking about? That's why I love Guy Ritchie movies. The director, yeah. he's a British director, because he. I mean, he has oh, a unique. He's the, he tur- he's the diners, drive-ins, and, guy, and dives. Guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 same guy, same guy. He did the gentleman, didn't he? No, he did the gentleman. My yeah. all, my all-time. I have a great my my best my you best surprise gentleman, gift Connor? I ever. I oh my gosh, dude! It, it's a little salty language, <laughs> but it is amazing. It's so good. It is. I have a um. A little salty language. For my Father's Day present a couple years ago, the best, probably the best surprise, one of my best surprise gifts they ever gave me was a coffee mug that has a quote from the gentleman, minus one of the salty languages. And it's when, um, (laughs) um, basically, it's uh, Matthew McConaughey's in it. the lion? Yes. The lion. (laughs) When the lion's hungry, he eats. There's only one rule in this jungle. When the lion's hungry, he eats. (laughs) Um, And that's a great line because he's a gangster and another gangster is trying to come take over his territory. But it's fantastic. But but Guy Ritchie still has that... The British way of talking, right? They're brought up not using as many, not use as much slang, right? Yeah. In general, for a common day, every day, and so he has such a unique turn of phrase that I, that I love. I love all, everything Guy Ritchie does for the sure. Brits, man, have you ever seen um, a man called Uncle? Another Guy Ritchie. Yeah, the it's not it's not called Uncle, right? It's a it's not a man called. Yeah, it's it's um it's got a. Henry Cavill in it. Yeah, it's, isn't it called that? What is it called? It's, not a, it's the man from Uncle. I think is what it's called. I don't think it's a I man know. called because Uncle is an acronym. So I don't think it's a man called Uncle. Uh, it was actually my other the, than the man from Uncle. The man from Uncle. I think there I it is. That, so. The man from I Uncle. I, so. That was impressive, Jason. I, I love that. Movie. I actually need to rewatch it because when I watched it the first time, it didn't stick with me because he oh, also did the favorites. two Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr., Those which are, are fantastic. Yeah. He did Rock and Roller, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. So I love the man from Uncle. I really. I, think, I need to rewatch that. Um, Henry Cavill and Army Hammer just have a really fun back and forth in that movie, yeah. and there's just some funny. I, with it being a Guy Ritchie movie, it has to be some good stuff. But he also did Aladdin. Of all things, he did the remake of Aladdin. Oh, wow. The live action remake. Really. I liked that. I thought it was pretty good. I haven't seen it. It's actually not too bad, for sure. I, I was well, surprised. My was. favorite thing about it was that they didn't try to recreate the story of Aladdin. Right. It's a new plot. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I kind of feel bad was, for any director that's thrust into one of these live action movies. Yeah. Well, they're going to make a ton of money. Don't so even get cool. me started on the Beauty and the Beast one, dude. But it makes me so angry. Beauty and the Beast movie is good. It's just you don't like this, the Beast CGI. It's not that I don't like it. It's that it's wrong. It's wrong. Okay, I'm intrigued. What's enough. wrong about they it? They did a really good job it's with not, all the candles. It, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Ewan McGregor, dude. That's the thing. Be our, all of everything in guess? that movie. fantastic. Everything so. in that movie is incredible. And all of the CGI and all the animation and everything is incredible. But then for some reason, they made a... I wouldn't even call it a stylistic choice. I mean, they, they made a mistake. And they let somebody else do the visual effects for the actual beast, like, face. And he looks like it looks like a video game yeah. cutscene. Let me. Okay. It looks terrible. Let it's me tell like, you the biggest. It's crime. so jarring. You're watching the whole movie, <laughs> and you're like, "This is beautiful. This is yeah. awesome." All this, stuff, and you see the beast, and it feels like you're you're playing GTA. Biggest it's crime. So Listen, I still have the um, tales. What is the song? Um, just the, it's just called Tales Old as Time. Is it called? Oh, Beauty, it's, it's just called Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the beast. I have the John Legend version, and Ariana Grande. I think is in it on my Spotify. I love it. But biggest atrocity. Very movie. cultured. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare. Okay. Downton Abbey spoiler incoming. If you're yes. watching the show, yes. stop. 
No, don't stop watching it. Stop listening for a second. Um, I'll let you know when it's over. <laughs> the biggest atrocity of the Beauty and the Beast movie is that Dan Stevens. Yep. Matthew. Decided, yeah, Cousin Matthew, the greatest man to ever walk yes. Downton Street. Totally agree. Love him to death. He, he captured our hearts. He decided to leave yes. for that movie. Yes. And so they had to kill him off in the most oh, stupid way possible. Yes. They basically just had to. Re- yes. And luckily, the producers of that show are masters. And they and they said, "Hey, we lost our big male likable character. We're going to take the other male character and make him likable." And they did that with Tom, yeah. and they saved that show. But it's it crushes me to this day. I. Can I tell you, <laughs> I was like a freshman in college. I, agree, I was so way. heartbroken totally when that agree. happened. I was so heartbroken. Like, I literally didn't want was. to watch anything ever again. Okay, spoilers <laughs> over. I, and I kept watching Downton, but I was still mad. No, the that spoilers Matthew, over. That that, that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that that happened. Yeah, but that event happened. I, I totally agree. So. It's got me. Oh, man. Ooh. Though I haven't seen either. Had to the, move on to bigger and better things. That's how I felt when they killed off Paul Walker. So stupid. Really, Connor? <laughs> I can't believe that was terrible. crazy. No hat, Connor is man. Yeah, he's dude. vicious. I watched the Meg two last night. Yeah, I watched, Did you watch the first one. I've yeah. never seen either one. So. By and by, watch I mean I watched the first maybe an hour while I was eating dinner and then went and did the dishes and didn't see the rest of it. Okay, well speaking of that, Big okay. Shark. So here's you the didn't watch let, it. Let me give you the moral of the story. Okay. I don't feel like you. The first movie, they survive diving down to the bottom of the ocean to go find big sharks. And the second movie, they're like, let's do it again. And guess what? (laughs) It goes wrong. Moral of the story don't go to the bottom of the ocean to mess with big sharks. You'll be okay if you stay above land. Big sharks win. The big sharks win. The Megs. Yeah. Here's the thing I saw this thing. Jason, have you ever heard of an angel shark? I've heard the name. I saw a video. Wouldn't stand a chance against a mantis shrimp. Oh, mantis shrimp is goaded, dude. Nothing can stand a chance against a mantis shrimp. I think a little bit differently about the mantis shrimp after oh. I watched, I think Coyote Peterson let himself get punched by one, <laughs> and I was kind of like, yeah, it looked like it hurt a lot, but it didn't like put a hole through his hand like I was expecting. Well, I don't know. about that. I don't. I would have to check your sources there. I watched a guy get punched by one. He like held it up to him, and he, he punched. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't really know how to respond to that because that kind of that it, kind of shattered. It shook the idea. me. It shook my face to the core. It does. In yeah, Mantis I shrimp. feel a similar way. I, I'll, my, I'll pull my it up. Doubts are too strong. Right I'll now. have to find it for you because I will need to watch yeah, it because a, a mantis shrimp has the power of a, of a of a twenty two rifle. I think the problem is you forget punch. that it is a shrimp. I think we gave it. No, it doesn't matter power. what it is, the twenty two rifle doesn't change because it's a shrimp. It's I think, got that much power. I think the problem is. That's, right. Well, no, that's the thing. Is that's yeah, why it, I didn't break Coyote, anything. Well, Coyote Peterson did it a year ago. Mantis shrimp punch test. I do like Coyote Peterson. He's a little over the top, but that makes me laugh. Um, um, he took well, a, it's, you have to think about the fact that it's not it's not punching through you. It's yeah. like hitting you and coming back. So it would pro- it would put a hole through you if it maintained that pressure, like outwardly towards you in a bullet fashion. <laughs> Okay. But if it's just punching you, I think this is thing. where it happens. I just know that I've watched a video of a guy that accidentally caught one on a kayak and it punched like his boot and he like kicked it out of the the boat and everything and took his boot off and he had like a hole in his leg. He was bleeding Wait, out of his leg. Did he not Did he never punch? So I think the so I think the moral of this video 
was so he was putting like krill and stuff on his finger like he was trying and trying and trying to get this thing to punch him and i think it maybe never did okay like it, that was the, the shrimp is so smart that it didn't see him as a threat and it wouldn't punch thank goodness dude that, I, that is good i was about first of all he's very brave to get punched by it it will he's like holding it out will. his fingers like this on the top of his fingers yeah ow that would hurt so bad. But he wouldn't. He just kept pulling the, the shrimp. Kept pulling the krill off of his fingers. Like wouldn't punch him. Dang. Okay. Well, that's good because I watched a video of again a guy got punched. He had big rubber boots. Yeah. On. Threw the, made a hole got, in it. Yeah, and it, he was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. It was awesome. Anyway, that is awesome. An angel shark. Yeah. I bet. A, I bet a mantis shrimp could get its way out of an angel shark. It gets one big thump to the roof of its mouth, spitting that thing out. But anyway, an angel shark is a very like flat looking shark I think they call it an angel shark because whenever you see it swim it's got a bunch of side fins that looks like wings almost um, it's uh, it's like a really cool look it almost is stingray ish looking mm. um, but it gets on the ocean floor and buries itself okay. like under the sand um, and like just kind of flaps I would not until like it's, to bury myself under the sand it wouldn't be a great life they sit just for days under the sand what do you think about like, what do you do while you're like... Must find food. Must find food. Instincts. Instincts. That's probably their brain. What a terrible life to live. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Let this be a wake-up call to you listening. Yeah. Who like, hates your job. You need, like, you at could least be, you're not an angel You shark. could be burying yourself under the sand. Some people are like, I'd love to be in the ocean, buried in the sand. Like that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Eating I like shrimp I don't think I like you if you think that. Huh? I'm just kidding. Oh, I just think I just don't really feel like anybody should feel like that. I was trying to like I was trying to paint it like a vacation. Oh, yeah, like by the ocean, buried in the sand. Like, that's oh yeah, the, yeah. If that you think the, that if you think that I like you, yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so they just sit there, and then whenever something goes by, in like the blink of an eye, I don't yeah. know. They didn't show it full speed. They only showed it in slow motion. I was kind of sad about it, but it just like choop, and it like. Appears out of the sand with its mouth open and swallows Stuff it. Stuff be fast in the ocean. Stuff I was just be telling, fast. How do they move that? I was just telling water? Connor about this, Jason. I saw this graphic the other day. Do you know how fast things swim in the ocean? I don't think you know. You weren't a navy guy, so you probably don't know. Yeah. But let me tell you. Um, there's this graphic, and it was trying to like give scale to just how fast things right. are moving. So it was showing like how fast it would look to you if this thing swam past you. Right. Scale S C A L E, not S C A L E. Hit him with it. Um, and so the it starts with like a great white shark and it's like 30 miles an hour. Right. Then it goes up to like the orca whales and they're like 40 miles an hour. It gets up to these fast. Already things. very impressive. We get up to the swordfish. This yeah. thing goes 62 miles an hour. The fastest one was a black marlin. It goes 82 miles an hour. Could you imagine seeing that fish it's swim past than you? A cheetah. Swim. Like yeah. it, it <laughs> that thing is flying. Is if you crazy. got that thing on your hook. It is going to drag your face into the water so yeah. fast. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the it's thing. It's like catching a moving car with a fishing rod. Yeah, so I think, so cheetahs, I think uh, the fa- is the fastest 60? mammal. I think, they go, I, think they, I think they go about 77. Is Do like they fastest. really? 70. I think it's 70 in the 70s. We got to figure this out. Um, I'm pretty sure that they that they can run in the 70s, but it, cheetah. it's it might, fast. It's either they can run in the 60s, but only for seven seconds, or they can this run in the 70s. This is 50 to this one says reaching speeds of 75. Yeah, okay. Okay, so they they can fly. Yeah, but they can only do it for like seven yeah. seconds. Yeah. It's only a burst. Yeah. But uh, That's 
I just feel like things run, man. I'd way rather be chased by a cheetah than something in the ocean because yeah. I yeah. feel like I th- well, cheetahs are pretty. Yeah, accurate. but at least you can but, juke. Yeah, you I can. I can get behind a a car, dude. Right. Or I can like hide in something. There's nothing better. But than if watching you're in the water, like I, me trying to like toast. Maneuver in the water at all You're is toast. not going to be like attractive, right. nor is it going to be effective. Attractive. So. <laughs> the best thing to watch is gazelles just breaking the ankles of cheetahs. Just watch them hit them with a quick strafe yeah. move, <laughs> and watching a cheetah just roll, roll across. Yeah. Oh, it's the funniest yeah. thing ever! <laughs> it's like watching that the bat bike. Uh, what what's the what's the, the bat, tumbler? The tumbler doing its little <laughs> roll thing. Yeah. I love it, man. Cheetahs can really move funny. though. Yeah. It is. It's it's watching those things run all four legs in the air. It's Ooh. so freakish to watch the fish because when you start going down that path, we we lived in Tampa for three years. We're stationed at McDill Air Force Base in Tampa, and the manatees would go near the power plant in the winter because it's so cold in the water. Mm-hmm. So everybody'd go watch. They'd even built like little pavilions and bridges where you'd go watch like hundreds of manatees all grouped yeah. together. So it's not a story about the manatees, but we'd go out there and we'd see these bigger fish and the dolphins would come up as well and like one little kick of their tail and they're gone. And like it, it literally looks like you're watching a cartoon because it's so freakishly fast because they had like, I don't know what fish it was. Oh, you're talking about them talking about the fish. Away. Talking about how yeah. fast it is because the cheetah and the gazelle, you see it move, yeah. but the, the fish move so fast yeah. and it's one little kick of the tail and it's gone. You're like, was that? Like we literally didn't believe it was a real fish. We thought it was yeah. like an optical illusion looking in the water to see this thing go from here and be gone. And we think about how eye. easy in the water it is. Yeah. Like if you if you're effectively shaped, yeah, it's the a water displaces. Right, yeah. Like yeah, if you just how, make one movement, it launches you glide. Like, and you're that's, light in water too. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. It's it's insane. I mean, it's why uh they it's like uh they whenever the Olympians, the one year they they designed these bathing suits for them yeah, that the, made them the like extra right, yeah. extra buoyant. They always wear what are called speed skins at that level, which are like these bathing suits that you get them and they look about this big, and then you have to somehow fit right. into them. <laughs> um, they're meant to just be as as aerodynamic and buoyant as possible. But um, the one year they made these suits that were so good that even the men were wearing full coverage suits, and like all the records yeah. got broken that year because Dang. of how. Well, they utilized the water and then they banned them. Yep. Wow. And it was really hard to break those records afterwards. That's yeah. Not, that's that's crazy. The, like if you look back, I think it was 08, you'll look back and you see guys like Michael Phelps wearing full bathing suits, even though they were men, like they wanted to wear the suit. It was yeah. actually helping them rather than creating drag. That's crazy. Yeah. Water, man. Water. <laughs> I think water. I'll never understand water. <laughs> it's H with a little bit of 2 O. That's a good point. That's a good way to say it, Trev. Yeah. I heard something interesting the other day. Kevin Hart was being interviewed and he was talking about apparently Woody Harrelson is the most interesting person he's ever met. He's like an off the grid yeah. raw vegan. Yeah. Like okay. does like and he cre- he makes his own water. He spins what? his own water is how Kevin Hart put it. Like he he drinks water that he creates. Wait, what? How? I need how to watch you, a video how on how he does this. I don't know if that just means he's collecting rainwater and then doing his Boiling own filtering process, yeah. like maybe, how he wants maybe it. Maybe got a bunch of rain barrels everywhere. Or is this man yeah. is this man going the Martian like in that movie and using hydrogen and oxygen and just making water? There's no way that's. I mean, that just he's looks, got a lot of money. Yeah, he can and do he's anything. He's been this way for a long. T- like he's he, even back in he his white knows. man can't jump days, he was an off the grid kind of. Dang. Yeah, apparently a hippie you, you a hippie you would never think is a hippie, but really is a hippie living yeah. off the land. So apparently the, all he the makes best way possible. Like you, not the worst. All these granola people out there think they're so cool. Uh do you make your own water? Right. 
That's do a good your question, part. Trev. Do your part, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd like, I think we should have a water making contest. We don't so we have enough water, water on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> Not nearly. <laughs> Dude, Hunter's whipping up a killer thumbnail right now. I know. Let's give a shout out. Is that you right now? We got to give a shout out to the boy. <laughs> yeah, he just took that live. <laughs> he's, uh, he's just whipping it together. All yeah. right. Uh, I want us each to make the sound of. We got to roll the dice. Yeah, but. The die. To make a Sorry. sound. Um, of if a marlin, I don't know. What do you think? Side note: What if fish could like swim in the air? How crazy would that be for a little bit? Fishing would be pretty interesting. How are you going to get them? Nets, just nets. I think they already do. They're called birds. No, that's a good point. No, yeah, we already literally, have. You literally just swim in birds. They're called birds. Birds aren't as scary. They do though. a flick and they go. Yeah, so. but birds aren't as scary. Imagine if you had sharks floating in the air. That would be really scary. Name a bird that's as scary as a shark. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I need to talk to Brad because I think I saw a red-tailed hawk the other day. Do they live here? Just check Brad's arm. But do they live here? Probably. I saw really. one. It was like a hawk and it had a bright red tail. Yeah. That's cool. I can't think of a. I can't think of a noise. Okay. I got distracted by the by the fish in the air. <laughs> well, we got to figure out if Let's this thing is going to continue to roll. Right. Is it a broken Jason? die? Is or? it? <laughs> oh yeah, I for, I forgot. Need to take this well, in Vegas we can roll, but both Hunter and I are gone next week. Oh. So we can uh, still roll well, if you want. It's to. between me. It's still going to be between me. Oh, Silas, Silas and Brad. Brad yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Still got to. There's still an opportunity here to be had. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll roll first. Connor, so that means Connor gets a roll. Heck yeah. Oh. Mm. Don't roll it on the ground. <laughs> we had to break. We had Gabby, to like let that roll go for here because our tables are so small. The other day, we were playing We were playing a ton of games with my family over Christmas, and Gabby just like, it was like she just released a lot of pressure she had been holding, and she was like, I don't understand. And I was like, what? And she was like, you roll a die off the table more than anyone I've ever met in my life. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, that's it, funny. It's it's it was sideways. It was leaning. Brad, Brad. Okay. okay, so now it's between me and Silas. Connor again. <laughs> Back to Connor. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> By the way, Connor, why you rolling? How was wavelength? I saw you guys played wavelength. Did you like that? Oh, it was super fun. Yeah, I really have never played it. it oh, I really want to play that game. It looks ah. like so much fun. Connor, are you serious? Silas. Okay. Let's call Silas, yeah. Silas and Side Brad. Side guy and, and Brad. Man. I, that's an interesting cast. I don't know. When's I don't think that we've that had that iteration. Yeah, we Surely have. Not. we have. Not, not one time, have I don't we? No, like we haven't. Have. Not, no. not since we started the rotation. Brad and Silas Brad haven't and been Silas. on it. That's going to be fun. That okay. will be fun. It's interesting. Cool. Do Brad and Silas know each other? Uh, are we, we going to talk about Silas before. are super close. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Brad and Silas are like brothers. <laughs> Best friends. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. See ya.